1: Welcome to Cavs a podcast. I'm Nate yeah. Smith. Yeah. I'm here yeah, with Yeah, yeah. E. G. And David. <laughs> David Wood. Yeah, it's kind of a reunion that we, we haven't had uh we've had Adam and and uh, Chris covering a lot of the live threads and recaps and we, we kind of got the old gang back together here so yeah. first off big shout out to Adam and Chris who've been doing a ton of work and, yeah, and great keeping, stuff. keeping the blog alive and all the live threads and the recaps going I've, I've really appreciated it I've had a between work and personal stuff, it's been a really and plus this meat grinder of a schedule, it's been really hard to keep up with. So those yeah. guys have been doing awesome work.
0: Um, no, it's good to have them on board and uh, filling in where we where we've been falling down, unfortunately. And I I feel bad because I've been a, I've been gone for so uh, long, but I'm back now. Nah, but you know, still, I mean, I'm back now, and hopefully they'll be. And we could finish the season last, like, four or five weeks strong, so...
1: Well, hey, maybe longer if if the EG effect keeps going. You You never know. know. (laughs) EG came back for one of the better games
0: of the season, and to you, the Cavs look pretty good, don't they? I mean... Hey, I, I having not seen the team for a while. I was like, "Oh wow, I'm very impressed." With <laughs> first of all, it was great to see Kevin Love on the floor and and Matthew Dellavedova mm. on the floor, and no sign of Chetty Osmond, which was great. And 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 Delhi hit a three for the
1: first time. He did. <laughs> I
0: dude, I posted the Delhi Tray uh, <laughs> meme.
2: There that was the go. first
0: time. I'm sure it's probably been posted all year. but No, uh, I threw it up a couple times. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. But, yeah, it was good to see those guys out there and actually contributing. I mean, Kevin Love had a really nice game. And uh, and then the backcourt, man. I mean, the Sexland land went for 55 points and on, uh, I think, like 19 of 30 shooting and 7 of 9 on three-pointers. Like, they were just awesome. And they I, play pretty pretty good defense too for for that, three quarters, be, anyways. Some of the best I've seen Colin Sexton play. He was game. hustling, man. Yeah. And he had one. He had that one possession where he got the ball like three different times, and then finally scored it. And He just just kept hustling for rebounds and and getting the ball back. And I don't know. I mean, I was I was thoroughly impressed with the effort, and I think a lot had to do with uh, with. Uh, Coach Greg uh, Greg Buckner taking taking over for uh, Bernie Bickerstaff. So JB Bickerstaff, Bickerstaff. JB Bickerstaff. Yeah, yeah. I got all my names. If you, they have them and Lee Stevens, right? Yeah. Um, no, I mean you can get Bernie Bickerstaff, or that was his dad. So it was his dad. Yeah. So, no, but that, Buck, that, that, dude, Buck, man, Coach Buck was like, uh, he was in Fuego. His his rotations were solid. <laughs> his timeouts were were timely. His uh, <laughs> his his demeanor was calm. His his post game presser was was uh, understated, but but very uh, astute. And he was he was given a, a ice water ice water shower at the end of the game by his his clearly motivated players. That that you know they spoke their actions spoke much louder than words. So I anyways.
1: mean, it, it always helps when you kick off the first quarter. I'll just say
0: that I think Kobe all 12. Kobe all would probably save his job if he just decided to hire buck for the be the coach of the Cavs for the rest of the year otherwise he's going to lose him to the celtics who invariably will replace president stevens with with uh the 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 incumbent with the 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 new newly elected president uh uh greg buck greg buck so. or as the Cavs call him buck Buck. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess, it? I guess Jared Allen didn't even know his name was Greg. He just said, I just know him as Buck. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's a lot of hyperbole for me. Anybody who's listening and is like, ah, they start Typing furiously, like, "What's EG doing? He's out of his mind." I'm like, I- "I'm having fun." Hey, anybody listening
1: it. at this point knows it knows you and knows you're usually out of your mind. So, I yeah. think
0: we're good. I just think, right. man, they, they they look great. I mean, no, if they, they look did. like this the rest of the year, they're definitely getting into the <laughs> into the uh, the the ten, the ten team uh, or the tenth seed playoff or whatever mm-hmm. the. Heck, it's called, and well, let not me, that let they me, should. Not that they should. I, I kind of don't want them to miss out on the the top five guys this year, but you know, whatever. Well, let me qualify that with the Bulls
1: looked really, really bad.
0: <laughs> it I was mean, the same. It's really the, same, the same. Bulls team they played what five days ago and got uh, beat. Got by, their right? butts
1: beat. Yeah, I mean, uh, Vucevic, who killed them, or the last game, hit his first three shots and then was terrible the rest of the game. Well, it's because um. Coach
0: Greg started doubling him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he the first the first five minutes of this game he was on the same track. He was having his way with with Jared Allen one on one down low, and then they I think it was when they brought in Nance and they started doubling him. And uh, yeah, you know he didn't he didn't had no quarter. Yeah, you know, and I tell you what, just the kind of moves that a championship type coach <laughs> makes. It's, you know, to adjust in the first quarter of a a game against a team that you beat, that you lost to a few days ago. So
1: I I tell you what, having Nance off the bench versus having Nance as a starter is like such a luxury because he's better than almost every bench, you know, big that you're going to find in the NBA. Oh, yeah. And and that's just a matchup you are going to win most nights. Um and that he he played really well that was it was really nice to see him healthy um he had missed the previous game against Detroit of course you heard the thing that he lost about what they say about 20 pounds in about 10 days uh yeah it was some, pretty intense some illness that an undisclosed illness or mystery illness of some but tonight uh 10 points four rebounds and you know uh two Hit a couple threes, uh, four seven from the field, just plus 11. Just looked really, uh, really sharp, uh, you know, anchoring those bench units. And he only played 22 minutes, but he felt like he was out there a lot. Like it, it was definitely an impactful 20, 22 minutes. Yeah. So, nobody it, it played
0: more than, nobody played more than 31 mm-hmm. minutes tonight.
1: Yeah. And Colin Sexton out there with, 30. I mean it helps when you're leading by 30 for a lot of the game. But yeah, it was it was definitely a fun game. I mean uh I thought Isaac Okoro had a really nice game. Uh oh yeah. I mean some really That good one dunk he that oh, one dunk he threw
0: down with authority.
1: Yeah, he did.
2: He had back to back, I think.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah. And really I I love um Isaac Okoro. Has the ca- the best facial expressions on the Cavs? Like his just like <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Look that he gives when refs make bad calls is like just one of my favorites. Like he just has a really way of looking
0: charming yet disgusted. Yeah, <laughs> and well, and, very, and very unflappable. Uh, and I I gotta say this is the first time I've seen him play. Uh, but Isaiah Hartenstein, man, that dude oh. can ball. He can. can. Like, what? what, Why? I know people said on the thread because I I was like, how come Denver didn't play this kid more? And they were like, well, two words. Uh, you know, uh. Nikola Jokic. uh, Yeah, Nikola Jokic. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but they just traded for. Jared Allen uh, and. Yeah. But they just traded for a backup center. They just traded for, for, um. Javel McGee, right? Yeah, Javel like, McGee, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. I love, ja- I love the way that Javel McGee was playing, but this guy Hardenstein plays with grit, man. He's, like Yeah, and he's
1: 23 and the Cavs have his rights.
0: Yeah, and somebody on the thread was saying, like, he's like a, he's like a seven foot tall deli, and he really is. Like, he, yeah. dude, just hustles his yeah. ass off. I mean, he had, what do you have? He had 10 points, six rebounds, and assist, and, in uh, Sixteen minutes tonight. I mean, yeah,
1: and zero turnovers. No, and you didn't really see it this game, but the guy is a really good passer. Yeah, um, for for I I wouldn't even say for his size. I mean, he's had you know four or five assist games, and he's been hitting like guys on diagonal cut passes off the dribble. From the top of the key. He's a really really I mean, talented offensive guy. You gotta, you gotta player. resign
0: a guy like that, right? I mean, it oh, oh. feels like a, like you got your backup center for for the next <laughs> the next five years, right? I mean Yeah. Well
1: and and to you know, why he hadn't played in Denver and kind of hit the knock on him, he was a really good player from a per minute standpoint, but his foul rate was astronomical. It was something like mm uh 8 fouls per 100 possessions or something like that. I mean, it was really, Well, that makes sense. You know, he was he was basically fouling out in 20 minutes of <laughs> of game time. Every 20 minutes of game time he was fouling out. And the really nice thing about the way he's played, the the Cavs have really gotten his foul problem, you know, under control a little um and he's not even when he first got here, he was committing a lot of crazy fouls, and that he's been a lot more disciplined about not just fouling as. A, um, so it's been really good to see. He's he's definitely a lot of fun, and he's just athletic enough to you know catch those lob passes. But got a lot of strength. Really good passer. Uh, sets really good screens. Got a bit of nasty in him. You know, he's yeah. real competitive. Uh, a decent shooter. You know, no problems with his touch at the line. It, it's really nice to see. He's a really yeah. nice counterpart to Jared Allen, too, who, while he's very tall,
0: is a little willowy. Um, yeah, and, and that's one thing I felt out. like. I, I hope if the Cavs do give him the $100 million contract that he okay. spends some time in the offseason, you know, putting on some, on some strength. Yeah,
1: and I think, you know, a lot of people have talked about the Cavs, uh, you know, as Austin Carr would say, a little light in the britches (laughs) Um, (laughs) between Garland and Sexton and Allen. And I think that's probably true, but it's got to be so hard to keep weight on with this NBA schedule that they have right now. Like where you're playing three and four games a week, it's just like I don't know how these guys are keeping weight on these guys that run the entire time like Sexton and Garland. Like they got to be on... You know, four thousand calorie a day diets. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy because all this practice time plus the the court time and keeping muscle on has got to be very difficult.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> well, off season though, like a yeah, hopefully he's sure. got some time to add some. Because it feels like, I mean, barring something really unforeseen, they're gonna they're gonna pay him, and then they're gonna probably pay Sexton. So. Right, I mean, oh, Jared Allen, yeah,
1: yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, and they're probably going to pay Sexton. Uh, I, I, I mean, would...
0: Sexton to his credit looked like a looked like a mini, a mini Harden tonight, and not the golden third version, but like the like the the decent <laughs> yeah. version of Harden.
1: No, and and David's probably watched more than you, and I've watched probably more than David. But this is one of the better games I've seen Sexton play all season um and this is a, the best a, game. yeah and a nice bounce back game from Garland who David texted me before this game about uh the Detroit game where Garland was basically what what did you say he was playing like he,
2: he was five picker kyrie 2.0 it was so <laughs> it was so bad like i honestly thought about not watching the cavs again the rest <laughs> of the year after watching that game wow, yeah it, but, it,
1: was, it was that detroit game was abysmal they they had, that was the worst effort they made all season.
2: They they had the game won and completely blew it at the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and they had the game won and y- after coming back being down over 20 in the first quarter, um and it was a very odd box score because Colin Sexton as soon as Sexton checked out in the first quarter, just they just went and love, they just went in the tank. I mean, they were they were terrible. Um, you know, one of the problems is that teams have figured out you can just sit on Delhi or lay way off Delhi and make him beat you with a three or scoring somehow, um, which is why I think you've seen, you know, Torian Prince tonight a lot initiating the offense more than he was good at that. He was good. And his shooting has been really, really good, over, you know, 15 games or so. Um, the The problem is that he has some mind-numbing mental lapses the last bulls game uh was probably the worst i've seen collins the bulls game before this game was the worst i've seen colin sexton defend all season and Torian prince was just as bad i mean sexton was minus 29 that game so every it, it feels like this is the first game where everybody in a while where everybody had a good game at the same time
0: yeah well there wasn't a bad game to be had sorry david go ahead
2: the offense looked way better. Like they were running some nice pick and roll stuff. Like the they opened the game. Like the first minute they ran that like nice stagger screen with uh, Allen and Love to get a three for Love. Mm-hmm. But it's like why not just do that every single time? <laughs> like we were getting lobs all day. It was great.
0: Yeah. No, they, they Sexton had a couple of really nice lobs to to uh, to Jared Allen.
1: Yeah, they made they made some nice adjustments this game, and it was nice. It was nice to see. Um I'm trying to think of who else had a really good game. You know, Delhi wasn't the offense wasn't didn't fall mm. off a cliff like it has been in, when the bench units were in, uh, which was also really nice to see. You know, Larry Nance hitting his finishing around the basket helps with that a ton. You know, Hartenstein's hustle. Yeah. Um and well, and the other thing that you've seen the last few games is Colin Sexton has rebounded and fought for loose balls a lot better than he has earlier. I think uh Chris uh CLF had posted something earlier this year that like sexon was in the bottom ten percent uh of the league in in, you know, rebounding rate per position. And he mm. he's you know, just one of the worst rebounding guards in the league and he's he's definitely picked it up in the last yeah. and and Kevin Love being back, you know, four assists tonight, the touchdown passes.
2: Yeah, that was a be- that was an amazing pass. That was that was a cra- crazy
1: block. pass. Yeah. That one to Sexton. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: No, no. To- yeah, it was Sexton. Yeah, but and, and you know, like he's still a little bit slow. I mean, he he definitely had a couple of blow but um, but he he seems to be getting better. I mean, it's look, like, it's just good to see him out on the floor contributing. Honestly, oh yeah. And yeah. then, uh, I mean, look, the backcourt was great. They were super efficient. And I mean, look, Garland. I mean Garland pretty much put the game away with his
1: Yeah, I mean what was he he was 4 four on the game. Yeah, he needs yeah. to be I mean honestly Garland should be taking eight threes just Is- Well, if he's
0: making them all, yeah.
2: <laughs> his dribble game has improved so much too.
0: Yeah.
1: He's like so he, under
0: control.
2: Like it's an insane difference cuz last year he was like Mr. high dribble all the time. He was getting excited with it.
0: Yeah, he- Yeah. One of those instances tonight, but not. But it, but it was after hitting a couple of shots. So.
1: Yeah, and he he still gets a little turnover happy, but for where he is in his, he's still, um, yeah, just on his
0: development. Um, well, based on tonight, it definitely felt to experience. me like the sec, the sex land. Experience.
1: <laughs> well, I I think that helps when you're playing a guy in Jared Te- Garrett Temple that is you know 34 years old and Kobe White who's like 12 years old. So although. I guess he's not because he looks he looks like he's like twenty eight that huge. Who, Kobe gear. White? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, Kobe White's like only he's only his like second or third year. Yeah,
1: he he's the same draft class as uh as Garland. Yeah. I mean uh, and Kobe White didn't have a terrible game, but he definitely isn't uh he definitely isn't the toughest defensive matchup. You know, he's the not gonna guy, lock you
0: down. Yeah. The guy I don't what? get is is Denzel Valentine. I mean, that guy has flashes where you're like, oh, he seems unstoppable, and then he just disappears, and he certainly can't. So
1: yeah, I mean, you you see that, and then you look down, and he was four of ten for nine points and minus sixteen. <laughs> it's yeah. like well, I know, yeah, and that it feels like the Bulls have a lot of those guys. You know, um, the Bulls
0: are a weird team. They're a yeah. very weird team, and the moves they made at the deadline, like to pick up Vooch. And, I thought they were
1: great moves and they have totally backfired. Yeah. I thought they were yeah, and I thought they were headed
0: Tice to succeed with it. And Tice and Yeah. I don't know. It's weird it's weird that they're bringing marketing off the bench. I don't know. I, don't I know think
1: I think those moves really screwed up their chemistry too. Uh well and not having uh Zach Levine who, you know, clearly their best player Wait,
0: certainly hurt Did them. the Cavs did the Cavs trade Damian <clears throat> Dotson to the No.
2: No, they have another Dotson
0: yeah, no. they have Devon Dotson.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to find out if they're brothers now. I just noticed that
1: too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. The Bulls are definitely a weird roster of like old vets, like Satoransky, and Th- yet yeah, they've got all the Nate Smith vets, Satoransky and Thad Young, yeah. and um, Al Aminu. and then they've got like all these weird, super young players. Um, Garrett Temple is another Nate Nate Smith guy, you know, yeah. another guy I've liked for forever. <laughs> Even Vucevic, I I've always liked, and of course, you know, he's been a kind of a turd since they got him. Although yeah, I thought though. the guy that I thought looked really intriguing tonight was uh, Patrick Williams had some really nice moments, but then you look down and you realize does this guy only take four shots? Yeah, you know, it's
2: like he's like he's like a coro.
1: Yeah, that, that's like a, a good comp, like a
2: longer like a, one. Well,
0: well, he was yeah. taking right the pick before Okoro, right? Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, it was nice seeing Okoro kind of take... He took like a real dumb shot. And I, like, yeah, like...
0: Mid-ranger. Wait, what? I'm like, you were he happy took a, he took a dumb shot? Well, yeah. Because he, he,
2: he always defers. He always does the right thing.
1: Yeah, he always <clears throat> defers.
0: He's almost you know, unselfish to a fault at times. There's something to be said for that, though. I mean, look, and by the way, if you're... If your your backcourt is shooting seven of nine on three pointers, like that, the right move is to pass. <laughs> True. Yeah, when they're shooting one of fifteen,
1: I, I think yeah. David's just happy he's going against his tendencies a little bit. Yeah, you know, expanding his game, trying to. Trying well, to now's the time to do it, yeah. and I
0: think what probably inspired him to do it tonight was <laughs> the fact that uh, that Greg Buckner took over Buck. and, and and yeah, Coach Buck is really just. I think really this is a difference maker in general for the Cavaliers. I mean, I mean, he is pretty much undefeated at this point. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, know.
1: he's got the best winning percentage in the NBA right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he retired <laughs> tomorrow, like no one would ever beat him. So, yeah, exactly. If only we were
2: a major city and this is what they were going to talk about tomorrow. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I mean, I'll talk about it. I'll call into the radio, the radio show. Call, no, I got nothing fan. better to do. You're
1: yeah. going to get up that early to call into Cleveland Morning no.
0: radio. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. And not, I'm not going to take that abuse either, so. Uh yeah. I was
2: surpri- surprised that I was like kind of looking at Twitter a little bit and saw some of the morning people tweeting about the game. When I listen to the morning shows, I'm like these people don't watch the games, do they? But Anthony Lin typically was good, they don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Typically they. Yeah, no. I saw Zach Jackson looking at it too. He made some comment about uh, Cavs. This this Cavs to Paul game is is not very exciting. it's <laughs> 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 that's a good. That's actually an underrated tweet. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: No, it was it was an interesting game. I, oh. I think.
0: Oh, I totally forgot about this too. So apparently, uh, and I gotta find the tweet. But uh what's his name? Um hang on name. <clears throat> uh Garland is was the fastest is now the fastest Cav to two hundred three pointer ahead of uh Kyrie, Sexton, and Booby Gibson. So it took him at least in terms of a hundred and seven it took him to a hundred and seven games. Okay. Kyrie was a hundred and twenty one games, Sexton was a hundred and forty and forty and one forty. one forty
1: one. So Garland's only played a hundred and seven games. Yeah. That's so weird, and it's just and and it's not like it, it's just these two seasons are the weirdest in NBA in the last fifty years in the NBA. I mean, yeah, well, just, they're the weirdest two seasons in, in United States history. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> since World War II, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's super weird, but so you know, seriously. You know, you've watched a lot of Cavs this year. What's your take on JB Bickerstaff, David? Is stay or go?
2: I don't even know. I don't know what this team's trying to do cuz it seems like we're trying to tank most of the time. <laughs> right. But then sometimes we aren't even able to tank, so like I'm I kind of worry about that, but then I'm like if we are trying to tank, then what are we trying to do? Because, like, the offense looks like some 90s stuff a lot of times. We don't take enough threes. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's it's infuriating. Like, what, well, that Detroit game. Watching Kevin Love post up, like, six times makes no sense. And then all of us witness the drum and he's some Hakeem Olajuwon again.
1: Yeah, there was a Just, game earlier this season <laughs> where they literally took zero three-pointers in the first half.
2: Yeah, it it's <laughs> Well, they took absurd. 36 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I know tonight we looked like we had, like, a normal offensive, like, kind of spread, and the team looked good.
1: Yeah, like, I, I just know. I just don't know what <clears throat> to make of J.B. Bickerstaff. Like, sometimes I think he's great at, you know, being the guy you want to be the face of your franchise. Um, you know, says all the right things, really kind of an inspirational person when he talks, and the players seem to like him, and, you know... He emphasizes the right things, but then you see them run the same like sets with zero off ball action, you know, two straight quarters, and they're just so easy to defend. Or you see the one that drove me nuts in the Detroit game was they had five minutes because of a coach's challenge at the end of the game um, to drop an out of bounds play on the baseline. And of course we've complained all year about baseline out of bounds plays. <laughs> they, they ran the same stupid play where they have the center out there on the wing and they curl the two guards off him. And then they pass it over the top to the center. They've literally run that every out of bounds play on the baseline all season. And they ran it again with like five minutes to prep for a possession where they absolutely needed a bucket. And I just wanted to throw my remote through my TV. I'm like, what is that? Are I mean, that, and those are those points where David talks about it. It's like, are they trying to tank? Because when you watch something like that, it sure feels like
2: it. I mean, the team yeah. could be really bad that it took them five minutes to explain the play
0: to them again. <laughs> like, yeah. I well, don't definitely, know. if they want to tank, they should, they should make sure Bickerstaff comes back as soon as...
1: Yeah, so do uh, you not like Bickerstaff, or are you just
0: being hyperbolic? Oh, I'm being hyperbolic, but... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, look, I mean, I, I like when Bickerstaff talks. I think he's a smart guy, but, um, but, you know, I mean, I think you can always shake things up. There's always room, you know, to, you know? to find, to, I mean, look at the, look at the Knicks. I mean, they went on hired Thibodeau finally, and now they're, they're actually a, kind of a decent team. Uh, the coach has a lot to do with it. If you've got a coach who's got a plan, I think you can, you can really, you know, make some noise. And I just don't think the Cavs have had a coach who's had a plan uh I don't know, since what, Lenny Wilkins? Mike Fratello? Mike, but, Mike um, Fratello. <laughs> is probably yeah. a fair one. No, I Be- mean look, they, they had they had LeBron who doesn't need a coach for I mean, <laughs> he needs a he needs a like somebody to check his ego maybe like Ty Luke could do but like the truth is, you know, they haven't really had a coach for a long time. So in that case, like have it'd be nice to have especially with a young team like this with guys I mean there's there's nobody on the Cavs. Look Kevin Kevin Love was a star. He's not really anymore. No, there there's just Jared, no Jared Allen Jared Allen is a, maybe a budding star if if you built the sort of if you built an offense around him. Um you know, Colin Sexton is a scorer. I don't know if he's a star. He's a he's he's a star. He's not a superstar. Um you know, and and who knows? I mean, the jury's sort of still out on Garland. I mean, he definitely seems to be trending in the right direction, um, but you know, but but who knows? I mean,
1: and, like, and Okoro, but, unless he makes Okoro, a big leap, feels like
0: you know, Okoro his feels like a defensive sc- high-level starter. Yeah, he feels like a defensive specialist starter. He's like the he's the who's that guy who used to play for San Antonio. He used to lock people Bruce down on Bar- the wing. Bruce Bowen. Yeah, he's Bruce Bowen, and he'll. Well, he's definitely his... a
1: better offensive player than Bruce Bowen. <laughs> although Bruce yeah. Bowen got really good at corner threes. three but... Well,
0: and that's the and look, that's what they clearly wanted. They yeah. want Coro to do is just be the guy who can knock down you know corner threes when he's when he's called upon, and, and the rest of the time just play you know a plus defense. So. Yeah, that that's the what it feels like right now. And the truth is, you know, if you've got that, then the rest of it's I mean, it would be it would be it, they're a perfect team to have a coach who could put his stamp on that on the team and say like, this is what we're gonna do, like this is how we're gonna play. And there's just not that many of those guys out there, honestly. Like Scott. it's Scotty Brooks. No, I got. Way I got the that? guy
2: for it. We need Scott Styles. Or
0: Scott Skiles? How do you say his Scott name? Scott Skiles. Scott Skiles. <laughs> no. Yeah. So just a oh, I think the run. only the only clear answer really is is Greg Buck. <laughs> it's Greg Buck. I think Greg Buck, Coach Buck, is the <laughs> way to go. It, uh, it, uh, although if they just scheduled their games on Wednesdays, I think they would be really. They might be. They might win the championship because as Nomad pointed out tonight, the Cavs are eight and four on Wednesdays right now. So. <laughs> If they played Wednesdays, they'd be like fifty-five and twenty-four, I think. And, you know, the Cavs are the, season,
1: or the so. masters of getting oh, over the hump.
0: I, I hope Nomad
2: figured that out himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think he must have. I haven't seen that stat posted yeah, never, anywhere. I haven't so. seen that dropped.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, Did you guys He's really good at was... counting
2: beers. So. <clears throat> Did you guys have the, the Cavs feed or the Bulls feed?
1: I had the Cavs feed. I always Cavs, had the Cavs feed. Cavs
2: feed, yeah. oh, I, I wish I would have had it. I was just streaming it, and I had the Bulls feed. But the Bulls have the same kind of like depressing like Cavs pace. At times, they're like, well, you know, if the Bulls cut this down to 20 points here <laughs> in the next five minutes, <laughs> they really got a shot tonight. Uh, <laughs> like, talking about how this isn't even the biggest uh, lead a team's had on them this year. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of like nice being on the other side. Like, oh, ah, yeah. yeah. It is interesting to listen <laughs> like, to
1: the other feed a lot of times. I will say, but I really enjoy the local commercials and the the kind of ridiculous things the Cavs do, like the bumper music coming in from the fourth quarter. This like <laughs> whatever horrible thing that they could figure out, and that. And I did not come to play. I came to dominate. Is is my almost <laughs> all time favorite. Like my buddy, his his son is uh, three, and that's his favorite thing to sing, Just walking around the house, he'll just be like, "I did not come to play. I came to dominate." <laughs>
0: that's amazing. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, and and of course in my house, it's like we'll be playing Yahtzee, and I'll be like, "I did not come to play. I came to roll an eight.
0: <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Did you guys but- see that crazy? Uh, speaking of dominating. You see that crazy um Embiid shot, eighty-five foot shot that almost no. took the game to overtime tonight. No, I did not. So, no. oh, that is crazy, d- dude. Check that out. It rattled. He threw it. He literally rebounded the ball and threw it basically from the the painted area on the one end of the floor, and it it went. It hit the backboard. Went kind of rattled in and out of the from eighty-five feet. It and was like and it the, tied old... the game.
1: It was like the old NBA jam
0: shot. Yeah, honestly, it was insane. I couldn't that's believe it. Was like if that had gone in, that that would have oh, been the shot what? of the year. That was ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Well, that's almost like uh, I mean, not maybe half that length, but that Jalen Suggs play to win to get the get Gonzaga oh, yeah. to the finals was was kind of that level of of crazy shot. Is Suggs in the top five of this draft? Uh, he, yeah, he's in the top five for sure. So it could I mean, be a Cav. It, I mean, it's really interesting the way this draft shakes out is, you know, the Cavs really probably more than any other position need a three. Um, and there's some, definitely some threes at the, you know, near the top of this, but there's mm-hmm. also a good bit of guards and, and, and bigs. And it's like, no matter who they draft at this point they have unless they get a kind of a natural three they kind of have to displace somebody from their rotation so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that works out because you know garland and Sexton, they've really just kind of slotted in uh and that worked out and Okoro worked out too because you know they could play him at the three well no matter what they do this coming year they're gonna somebody's gonna have to sit either the yeah. the guy they draft or you know, one of the one of the guys they've already drafted, or like a Kevin Love or a Jared Allen. Well,
0: they're not, gonna pay, they're not going to pay. They're not going to pay Jared Allen and or Sexton a hundred million dollars to sit on the bench. So.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, my my take on it is you'd be better off letting Sexton get to restricted free agency. You say that, and if he keeps playing like he did tonight, maybe maybe that isn't the right decision. It's hard I mean, to say. Does.
2: How much money? It would be like probably forty-five million tied up in those guys. We sign close, them for yeah,
1: man. probably year, like yeah, probably yeah, twenty that... for Allen and twenty-five for a second. I don't know if I'd want. To...
0: <sighs> I, I mean, I, really I feel wax like and we, have,
1: on... we have to, but it feels man. like
0: it's gonna, it feels like it's yeah. gonna happen, right? It
1: feels like an eventuality. Yeah, I mean, I really go back and forward Allen. I really loved him when he first came, and then he was so bad. Coming out of the uh, All-Star break, it was like he yeah. sat on that couch for a month or for a week and a half and did nothing because it took him two solid weeks to get back into game shape, it felt like. Um, it, it was really weird, and he hasn't been the same player that he was kind of before that All-Star. Yeah. Um, and and that was, that's been really odd. But I was going to say earlier that the guy that... I really think the Cavs will look at and should look at, uh, but may but probably don't have a chance to get him because he's going to be the hottest coaching commodity in the off season. Is the the Tom Izzo?
0: Well, I'm joking, him, I'm joking after I'm
1: joking. him. I mean, obviously Dan hasn't in there. <laughs> and they they paid like hundred million. They paid an, an obscene amount of money to be the Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. Yeah. Um anyway, no, Alex Jensen who's the top assistant for the Jazz and oh, yeah, was the guy
0: they should have hired the first time around, right? Yeah, and he was the he original He was in the mix before they hired Bayline.
1: Yes, he was. And he was the original coach of the Canton Charge. Um, you know, But is he better than Gregory Buckner? I don't uh, know. That's to- Well, he certainly doesn't have as cool of a nickname. It's True. But Coach I Buck. will say there are no, um, you know, Milwaukee Jensen's in the NBA. So they, that could be confusing when they play the Bucks. That's true.
0: <laughs> you know, that that's an issue. <laughs> no, Jensen, Jensen, by all rights, seems kind of uh, the hot. Yeah, and
1: if, if there's anything the Cavs need is to run a faster, you know, more – dynamic NBA offense um, and that's kind of what they built in in Utah so it'd, it'd be interesting to see how that shakes out and you know
2: th- oh he's he's gonna be a Utah lifer I think Jensen no yeah he's he's very Mormon
1: uh, I don't yeah. think that matters um, well he was actually <clears throat> uh, in the mix to be the Utes coach um, and then he withdrew his name, and I think his agent probably got to him and said, "Hey, you, you'll probably be the most valuable coaching commodity in the off season. Maybe, maybe you should wait and wait for better off se- offers in the off season." But I think he'll go somewhere. But I, I did not know that he was that tied to uh, to Utah.
2: Yeah, he went. He, I just looked him up. He went to college there, and he like he even took time off to do. The mission stuff yeah. they do, yeah.
1: Well, I I don't think that would preclude him from being the Cavs coach, but who knows?
0: I don't know. He'll probably be the he'll probably be the next Celtics coach after they president Brad Stevens.
1: Yeah, he'll be like, you know, <sighs> Prime Minister or um Alex Jensen. That that was lame, I'm sorry.
0: I'm a, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> I was just thinking about I was thinking about like how how the how the Celtics can't win, you know, can't even get close
1: well, even in the East. It's- I don't understand the moves they've made, you know, forever. But you know, I was I was getting in an argument with somebody on Twitter the other day, which is literally the You biggest get list. in
0: arguments on Twitter?
1: I know. It's so hard to believe. It's literally the bis- biggest waste of time in a human existence. Um, mm. is arguing with people on Twitter. Um, but it was funny because I basically was like, you know, Colin Sexton was awful. He was minus 29 in the Bulls game before this. And, and then somebody posted a thing about how Danny Ainge said, um, that single game plus minus is the stupidest stat in the NBA. And I wish they wouldn't even publish it. And my, my retort was, you literally want to take the word of the worst GM in the Eastern Conference as, <laughs> as, <laughs> you know, it, your advocate here. It's just what a fraud that guy is. And yeah. talk about frauds. Bob Myers, how that guy is not getting more crap. For wasting one of the best seasons we've seen from a player, you know, in Steph Curry in all, you know, a guy who is literally a top 25 all time NBA player still putting up prime numbers and just has put an absolute garbage team around him. How Bob Myers isn't getting more shit. I have no idea.
0: Like (laughs) what? well, doesn't he done, still get? Does he still get the the Clay Thompson pass <clears throat> or no? I don't feel like what could he have done?
1: I he mean, could, Wiggins. Did, no, he could have traded. He's got all this draft capital. He's got. I guess
2: that Minnesota pick.
1: He's got that Minnesota pick. He's got the possibility of his own pick. He's got. Um, Well, after they whiffed on LaMelo Ball and took Wiseman instead, who so far looks like a total stiff, um, it's like, you know, you could have traded that number two pick and probably got off Andrew Wiggins and probably got an all-star. You know, I think Josh Gordon could have been had for, you know, James Wiseman easily. And Gordon's looking like
2: this. The Aaron Gordon. Orlando guy? Aaron. Aaron
1: Gordon, yeah. He's looking like a steal for Denver. I mean, I don't, I don't know how he gets a pass for – because there's a ton of things he could have done, you know.
2: I guess but the, yeah, he I guess didn't sister, do I them. didn't realize they do have a lot of draft stuff. But it, I feel like Curry's a hard – that's a hard team to build like a, a championship group around at this point. I, I think Draymond put... was at such a high level when they won. Well,
1: he's, he's still, yeah, but you literally, if your whole team right now is Stefan and Draymond, you can't do anything with that because Draymond's a guy who's going to give you, you know, one good offensive game out of four and probably Dude, have th-
0: Kelly Oubre Jr.
1: Three defensive <laughs> games out of that. Like,
0: how do you not put a better team around that guy? They have Gary Payton the second. <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> of they guys. Kev- they still got Kevon Looney. Come on now.
2: Yeah, uh, Ted but, Baysmore. yeah is this team mark, better or worse than mark, the iverson mark spooky Mulder? The finals? come on
1: Wh- which which team
2: the the, the one when they traded yeah this warriors team oh when they traded iverson for, um,
1: finals team content. was underrated they were a really good defensive team
2: i didn't really get basketball that much back then i just well all,
1: i don't think I basketball like got figure.
2: basketball that much
1: back then there was a that was back before illegal defense was.
2: Oh, back oh. When well, yeah. Was Eric, Snow,
0: Eric Snow is still playing. So yeah, probably.
2: <laughs> what,
1: yeah. What
0: year was that? Two thousand six. No. Two
1: thousand three. Two thousand three. I thought. <laughs> we are the laziest podcasters
0: <laughs> on the planet. I know. Yeah, like, that sounds so, yeah, right. Sounds that's right. good.
1: <laughs> back <laughs> that's in good.
2: Diddy odd six. <laughs> yeah. It was. Oh, it was two thousand one. So yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Have the
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. you you now Iverson would have to be so much better of a passer, and they did have Corver.
2: Oh, you think Iverson would have to be a better passer?
0: I think Iverson would light it up.
1: Oh, I think he would now, but he'd have to pass more. Let did, me put it that Laf- way.
0: Did Laflama Blanco re- retire? Did I miss that? He, I don't believe he officially retired, but no. Oh, so he's not playing on the Bucks. Well, or for
1: Buckner.
2: Well, <laughs> people should no. be so lucky. No, to he, play. He he is is you, are you talking about? Are you talking about Corver? Yeah, yeah. I think he's signed to the Bucks right now. I don't think so. I'm pulling up the contract. We got hot Google right. in action.
0: <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's not it's not Tom doing his hot blue key action, but click <laughs> click click click. Still, click, oh, no, you clack. Right. <laughs> his last season
2: was 2019. I know. I don't yeah. have that gaming keyboard. <laughs>
0: you need that. Yeah, you in your life. I still say um, my
1: my all time favorite podcast was the one we were doing the the Stephen Hawking voice. Gutter, gutter
0: oh not the Gutterbot three <laughs> thousand.
1: No, Gutterbot three thousand was great, but no, the Stephen Hawking voice when. Oh, that's true. I can't remember who didn't have audio. <laughs> I only didn't. Ty- I you didn't. didn't. You yeah, guys were just. I
0: was just typing things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, awesome. That was, that was that a good was podcast.
0: Fun. Okay, so did you see that uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Broke, uh, violated NBA health and safety protocols with a strip club visit? It was the strip club, at least. And he's in Houston. Uh, yeah, but but it says that he's trying he's, to be like James he Harden. Went with, he went with teammate Sterling Brown, and it resulted in Brown being assaulted. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. that's how that happened?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I didn't realize that's how oh. that happened. Yep. Yeah. All right, so...
0: They were at a strip club. They were at a strip club at 6:53 a.m. on Monday. (laughs) On a Monday, the guy is trying
1: to be like James Harden. What What do you want more from him? 6:53 a.m. on a Monday. That's like remember Varsity Blues, where they stumbled.
0: Honestly, I don't care what kind of put numbers he puts up. They were right to get rid of that guy. Oh, I'm with you. I I think here's the thing. If he like, if they don't do that and
1: he, you know, crashes his car into a tree and, you know, mangles himself or dies.
0: Again, you mean?
1: Well, I mean, instead of what happened. I mean, and it's not like, let, let's be honest, he's not setting the world on fire down in Houston.
0: He oh, is no, he's had good st- He's got good stats.
1: Uh, 16.6 assists, but he's also only shooting 29% from three and only 42% from the field. It's not like. And and he has carte blanche to pretty much do whatever he wants for a horrible team. So, right. I I don't think he's the end all be all. But I'm with you. I I think they had to get him. They had to let him. I mean, if this is the kind of stuff he's pulling in his second stint, you know,
2: he, he needs help. It's he kind of sad.
1: Well, he needs to grow up. He's twenty.
0: Well, well, I'm I'm with you. I'm saying, dude. Even when I was a 20, moron, even when, when I, was I was twenty, 20. I was. Even when I was 20, I was not at a strip club at 6:50 on a
1: Monday. That's the best. If you, if you had a million money, dollars,
0: like like who
1: are the women that are working at 5 a.m. <laughs> on, on a Monday, Monday. morning? That's it's Houston brutal. though. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean, David? Houston has like the best strip clubs in the country. No. Not a like Houston, they definitely they definitely Houston have the best Vegas.
0: massage massage therapists, right? Oh, just ask Deshaun. <laughs> I, I
1: I'm lost. That's...
0: Oh, Deshaun Watson.
1: Oh, yeah, too yeah. soon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't don't know, know of which Deshaun to which you referred. Until he gets until he gets suspended, it's not too soon, I guess. Yeah, well, no. I, Deshaun Stevenson was a a Texan.
1: I I mean I that's think true. I've always heard it was Atlanta had the had the best clubs, but Atlanta, maybe that's Houston. just because the Gold Club trial. You know, the legend of the Gold Club trial. I don't know. I I wouldn't know.
2: <laughs> Either way, if I had a million dollars at
0: that age, I would do some really dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would <what> you <laughs> do is uh, Would you be at a strip club at six fifty three morning on a Monday? I,
2: I, okay, so no, I'm gonna no guess. No one would
0: have known because there wouldn't
2: have been Twitter back then.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: or camera phones. Yeah, that's the thing that screws all these guys. Yeah. See, like all the Everybody's all watching guys, all the time.
2: All these guys need to just get, like, Nokia brick phones. <laughs> throw it back.
0: It doesn't matter, because everybody else problems.
2: has them. Well, they think you're, like, a yeah. time-tripping crazy. I think the strippers in
0: Houston have body cams anyway, so... <laughs> 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 Naval cam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might be on something there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've gotten way off topic. Yes, right? I didn't mean to derail. But I'm, us I'm with, with the, you. I think with the Kevin I, Porter Jr. talk. No, I I don't
1: think the Cavs missed out anything that's going to change them. I think,
0: but at least they get like a 2050 second round pick, right? Maybe I don't <laughs> even May know and and something pay, ridiculous yeah. like well, that, no, that. Mike can So my,
1: you know, there's a guy I follow on Twitter, and and I kind of believe his take that Houston released Broderick Thomas. Um, who's on the Cavs now on a two-way contract, and I kind of feel like that Broderick Thomas was the secret part of the Kevin Porter. Raid.
0: The player to be named later in cash. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. He was the player to be named, as Crash Davis once opined. Yeah. That's a great movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. What
2: movie?
1: Uh, Bull Durham.
2: I've never seen it. You've That's never seen Bull
1: Durham? Movie. That's a really good
2: movie. Like It's a baseball movie,
0: though, right?
1: It is. You don't like baseball movies?
2: I don't understand.
0: You don't understand <laughs> baseball? Right. I mean I I
2: I obviously get the the general concept of baseball and like I know the rules but like I don't understand it enough to appreciate it. I just right. watch it and I'm, do all you I don't think is...
1: When you say you don't understand, do you not also understand the appeal is it just
2: I yeah, it doesn't really appeal. When I was younger, I was really into baseball like but it was just cuz the home run era was like when I was like eight years old.
1: Sosa versus McGuire.
2: Yeah, I distinctly remember that. But I don't don't get like when I hear people that I know that are super into it that talk about like pitching matchups and stuff. I'm like, oh, like there's clearly something to this. But I just never got into it.
1: I mean, that's a good question. Has baseball become a niche sport? It almost feels like it has.
2: This is my hot take. If you're paid $13 million, you should hit the ball more than half the time. (laughs) <laughs> Which everyone gets, everyone gets so mad about. But I'm like, if someone told me all I have to do is hit the ball half the time and I'm that much money, I would figure it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> David, you you don't change, don't ever change. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. the have you followed the Indians much? Yeah. Uh, Eg. Um. Yeah. What, they are around five hundred, aren't they? Or are they yeah. below that. No, they're
0: exactly five hundred. Oh, they got they got snowed out today. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, that was wild. Um, no, it's the the Indians are an interesting team. I'm I'm really hoping that with positivity, the team in the org. Uh,
0: well, I mean to be five hundred and have the lowest the the lowest. Oh, payroll in in baseball by like thirty million dollars. That's pretty good, I guess.
1: I I think I'm more thinking long term from a sustainability standpoint. I've I've heard some yeah, but here's the thing, rumblings. Here's the thing.
0: I think I think look the the Mickey Calloway thing was a was a black eye. I think um you know the I, I I like Frank Kona. Probably been around too. Long. They probably need somebody in there who can you know reset. Um, the fact that they just keep turning out these young pitchers really speaks to their um, pitching staff and their you their know, pipeline their,
1: their, for pitching is pipeline.
0: amazing. But here's the thing: they we're never going to pay Francisco Lindor anywhere close. Oh no, in.
1: I, I I'm with you there. I the my more concerning thing is I've been hearing rumblings, of, you know, the team moving. Which really oh, that's not going to happen. You don't think? Why so? would they
2: move know? the? Where would they move?
1: I don't know. That lady said. That if that lady, that lady, you says might have to they they're going to move her, her to t- move the team to Tampa, <laughs> Tampa.
2: Tampa has a team, this this a is team. the plot of they, major, have, they already they already the have plot a of major yeah, league. David, oh, I got you. Yeah, oh, no, I haven't seen that a long time. Yeah, no, they're not going to move the team. The plot of major
1: league. Team. I was trying to be fun- That's so, funny. That's funny. So, going over. They won't
2: move the. The other thing I don't I don't understand about baseball is like if they can just spend as much money as they want then how is this – I they need to have two – because it seems like the Indians just give away all their good players because they don't want to pay them.
1: They need to be like soccer where you get relegated?
2: Yeah. Like I just remember the thing that really turned me off the Indians was like it was a year – I forget which baseball team made the, the finals or World Series or whatever. But like two of our pitchers, like CeCe and then uh, – oh, crap, I can't think of the other dude. He kind of looked like a redneck. Um, Cliff Lee? Cliff Lee, yeah. We're like going off against each other in the World Series. And they were on our team that year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that's just the way it goes, man. I mean, it's yeah. baseball. The be, Because there's no salary cap, it will always be the haves and have-nots. The yeah. Indians will always be the... I mean, they figured out... They figured out... I mean, they're arguably the most well-run... Cleveland franchise really the last decade or so. Just because, maybe two, because they find, at, the 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 well, they find a way to thread the needle. At the very least of the last five years. they find the way to thread the needle. You know, they 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 do, I mean, obviously one doesn't give them any. So, they but they, what they do is they, they have hired smart guys and stay out of the way. And so, you know, these guys, look, they, they've People may not always agree with the trades that they keep getting value. Like, they traded away Corey Kluber maybe a year too late, but they still got Emmanuel Classe, who's like a guy that throws 100 mile an hour bowling, you know, to present. I don't know. I mean, meanwhile, Corey Kluber's got a five or six ERA pitching for the Yankees and hasn't won a game. So who knows? I mean, I don't know.
2: Is it true? So I, I pulled up the cap thing. MLB. We really, our payroll's really 50 million. And then yeah. the Dodgers is two hundred fifty million. Yeah, that's, that's really amazing. That's insane.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it is. It is amazing that that can even happen.
0: Yeah, and the Dodgers are the best team. Well, they right should now. be. <laughs> right uh, now they are.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't get baseball either. But digit, by the way, but
0: I by the way, Francisco Lindor is not worth three hundred. No, he's not. And
1: he was ter- he wasn't very good last season. I agree. I no, agree. and I think almost all these position players that they've given these huge <laughs> contracts to, almost every team has regretted it. I mean, aside from you know Mike Trout, which is you pretty much the exception to of that. But
0: you are now listening to Tribe the blog.
1: <laughs> Tribe the blog. There you go. Anyway, um, so <laughs> back to the Cavs. What do you mm. think the Cavs do the rest of the way? What, what? How many games we got
0: left? Wait, here? what do they do, or what should they do? Um. Well, give me both. Uh, I think what they do, is, um, find a way to lose enough games.
1: Oh, I don't think they're gonna get into the play on game because that's what
0: I think they do. Well, they're only four games back.
1: Yeah, but the.
0: But they have a tough you... schedule coming up.
1: Yeah, the schedule of of the last ten games is. Yeah.
0: Not good. And really, that's what they should do. Well, now that I think about it, I mean, they should, I mean, look, I hope they play hard. I hope they play like they did and they lose some close games. And so, um, yeah. You know, and I hope they continue to build, build a culture. And I hope they replace, um, Coach Bickerstaff with, but, um, <laughs> but if that is failing that, I, I hope that they put themselves in a, the, you know, they have the, the luxury. I mean, look, I, I'd love, it'd be great if that, if that whoever they pick up actually has to win playing time in camp. Just yeah, being just given being playing handed. time, like the last three.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. How many games are they? 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 games left. That, that was hot counting, action on Kev's blog. was hot The counting. next two are against Orlando and Washington. And how then many every games other... are on
0: Wednesday? How many on Wednesday?
1: I'm sorry, they have 17. Uh, how many Wednesday games? They have Wait, one...
0: you, you somehow miscounted Wait, the amount of games we... they have are... left? Yeah, because I'm an idiot. I have to double-check this now. They have three Wednesday games left. <laughs> All right. So we know they're at least gonna go twenty four and what
1: fourteen and three. At, yeah, at least go. three and fourteen, rather. Yeah. So I Don't mean worries. yeah, and the Hornets uh and everybody they're playing is, you know, co and forward gunning for a playoff spot.
0: I, I, I think, think the Hornets are. The, I don't think the Hornets are that good without.
1: They're not, but they're still gunning no for the ball's playoffs. No balls
0: coming back.
1: Yeah, and balls coming back like next week. Man, and and thing. talk about a guy. I was wrong on Wait, that guy had, is really fun to watch.
2: We only have fourteen games left.
1: Seventeen. Or you? No. Kind of-
2: Wait, we played. Tw- we've played. We won twenty-one and we've lost thirty-seven. Is fifty-eight? Isn't the game uh, seventy-two this year? Oh Or the season right. only 72? Wait, maybe this season
0: you were right the first time, Nate. there's only I'm an games idiot, <laughs> three and eleven.
1: that's their best that's what they need to go. They'll win the Wednesday games and they'll lose the mm-hmm. rest, yeah, that, so that,
2: fortunately for us, we have the Raptors, like the Raptors are right by us. they're gonna probably finish a little bit stronger.
0: I don't that. know yeah they, there's three there's three games against Washington, and they seem to be on a mission yeah <laughs> we're
2: gonna we're gonna beat Washington because they really want to win and we will probably be trying to take so we'll beat Washington.
0: <laughs> and then two against Dallas
1: back to back. Yeah. I, Dallas and is, then I mean Brooklyn's going to be
2: resting everybody that last. It will well, it'll, it'll be the Joe Harris revenge game. <laughs> Dallas might not give a crap either though. I don't know how No how close Dallas the West is. Wants No in Dallas Utah, is so.
0: Dallas is fighting for the to stay out of the the play in game. Yeah, and I, they yeah, I don't know how close
1: Dallas's problem at this point is they've got to convince Luca to stay. So,
2: oh, you think Luka's already trying to get out?
1: No, I don't think he's already trying to get out. But if you are missing the playoffs, uh, or as uh, or as I like to say, you know, what I'm saying,
2: how many years did it take LeBron to make the playoffs?
1: Uh, it's a different world, David. Oh. Not not every team is the Milwaukee Buckners.
2: But. <laughs> See, this is what I don't understand about these young stars. They want their teams to kind of like bust it right away when they get them, and then nothing happens because they don't have any money to do, and they just have a bunch of washed-up guys around yeah. them. Like, it, I mean, I get where Luka's coming from. I wouldn't want to play with JJ Redick and Christos Porzingis. Like, there has been.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, Wait, isn't Kristaps Porzingis his countryman? That no. doesn't mean anything. Should. No,
1: Kristoff Porzingis is Lithuanian. He's. Oh, I Serbian. thought he was German. No, Porzingis is Lithuanian. He's. Ser-
0: so they're And, either, be and the, so neither one of them is German. Jeez, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's <laughs> no. He's Slovenian.
1: Crowds. Sorry, he's Slovenian.
2: Oh, it's like the um, New Orleans is doing it too with Zion. They need to oh. just be patient. I, gonna...
1: I New Orleans has issues because
0: David Griffin is. There. And they have the hedgehog. <laughs> they do have the hedgehog. <laughs> well, they do have the hedgehog. Angry hedgehog. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. Who do, who do you like right now in the playoffs? I don't want to go through a whole big thing, but who do you like right now to, you know, if you just had to say, hey, this team's going to come out of the East, who who are your teams?
2: Uh Me? Well, all right, you go first, EG. No, you go first. Oh, all right. Uh, so... <laughs> I. <laughs> I think for the East, it's either going to be uh, Philly or the Bucks. <clears throat> oh
1: no way! Playoff Bud is unfeeded. It, yeah. It's
2: uh, it's fine. Third time's the charm. <laughs> and then for third for the, time, uh, or fourth,
0: it might be the fourth now. I think it might be but, seven.
1: Uh, it's the fourth with the Bucks. <laughs> all right,
2: so fourth times the charm with the Bucks.
0: No, like the eighth because it was the four times with the Hawks too. So like, yeah, eighth 30, times a yeah. charm. Eighth times a charm.
2: Well. Okay, but but for the West, I I think it's going to be Denver or
0: the Clippers. Not after not after not after Murray went down. The rest of the team really stepping up though.
1: Yeah, I think that helps. But the playoffs, you need a bucket game.
2: All right, we got Aaron Gordon and Austin Rivers on that team. <laughs> oh boy,
0: <laughs> this is the uh, thing though. And They've JaVale got- McGee. Don't forget JaVale McGee.
2: They've got Travail McGee, but here's the thing. with So you have Michael Porter Jr., Austin Rivers, and then Aaron Gordon. All three of those guys, like the team's competent enough. Where yo, control win them two games, but those three guys are all guys that are capable. It's like, oh, crap, they won a game. Like, yeah. they kind of brought in, like, high variability guys, but I think it could work out for them. And then Maybe. I just think the Clippers are kind of loaded. I think that the Lakers – it's just not their injuries and everything. Like I'm sure well, LeBron will thing. come back super strong, but AD is not going to come back like that.
0: I don't know. AD is coming back the next game. Yeah, but it's AD. A- and
1: He's the, always the Lakers up and... have low key played really well without. For, they have, for, you know, that's because I they're never, better without I, that.
0: I, I, honestly, I'm not going <laughs> to bet. Ag- I'm not going to bet against LeBron until LeBron is dead,
2: so <laughs> or retired at the very least. Yes, I mean it, LeBron will probably end up in the finals, but. I'm, I'm are...
1: going with the Jazz out. I just feel like it's their year. Oh,
2: come on.
1: I'm going with the Jazz.
2: Jazz is tough. If, if Donovan Mitchell went, like, gets him a title, that gives us uh, more justification to pay than the Mass. Oh,
1: God, I hate that comp. I know you're just trolling me, David. <laughs> I
2: am. Well, again, you know. i Every time people bring that off, of like, I don't get it. And then I try to reframe my thinking, like, all right, Colin Sexton might be a shooting guard. And I see Donovan Mitchell play. I'm like, these are not the
0: same position.
1: Out of the East, I think it's going to be. I, well, I think they're
0: it's, just. Oh, come on. Harden's I think it's going to really depend on the health and the hamstring, uh, Harden, because Kyrie can't carry that team. No, I'm, Hard- I'm with you.
2: Harden's out, like, indefinitely.
0: Yeah, he is out and then,
2: indefinitely, but I you think, think
0: Durant and KD. Don't, you guys are Durant. all wrong. The team that's coming out of the East is the Miami Heat.
2: <laughs>
0: the, I would in love the, it if the Heat came out.
1: They're in the play-in game right now, but who knows? No, they get out again.
0: They're seventh.
1: Right, that's a play-in game.
0: No, the play-in yeah, game it, is the 8-9-10. Eight, and eight, No, not seven no eight nine ten. 7-8-9-10. Oh, Yeah, Otis, seven, eight, 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 eight nine, ten. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: because there has to be four teams. Okay,
0: they're a half game behind the Celtics, who are in a <laughs> free not, fall. Not
1: Eg, getting getting
0: passionate. Well, I'm just saying because well, the Heat started. I, the Heat started in to such to a see hole. Boston. Oh, I want to see Boston. Game. I, I want to see Boston, Boston see go to the play-in game and lose. So and it's really destroyed. weird.
1: It's a weird season for sure. I don't know how I. I'm do just saying. If you think about it, if you think about it, teams at the very bottom like tank even harder. But if you look at a team like Orlando, they're they're absolutely decimated by injuries. This team, and then they sold half the team. Like I don't know how they could even be any better than you know. They're giving Mo Bamba minutes again. He needs, but, yeah. It's a so. weird year. And then you got no, OKC, who just owns like okay. a third of the draft picks for the okay. next ten years. And
0: hear me is, out, though. So all I was saying was, I think I think it's the Heat. What's underrated about the heat is that they they start off the year in a really big hole and now they've almost overtaken the Hawks in the what the the southeast and they're really only they're really only what like a like a half game out of sixth place which would be out of the playing game and they're really only they're really only like what like a game and a half out of fourth place so <clears throat> Saying, I think that they have with with between with Bam and a healthy Jimmy Butler, and you know Tyler Harrow, and you know, and picking up. I thought the picking up. Um, what's his name from the Rockets was a sneaky good move. So, Oladipo. Yeah, Oladipo. I don't know. I think they and they look they 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 got to the finals last year. I don't know. I have a feeling it could it could wind up being a heat. A Heat-Lakers uh, rematch. Uh,
1: and and maybe we're sleeping on the Sixers, but I just don't love Daryl Morey teams that depend on getting fouled in the playoffs.
0: And the Cavs beat them twice this year, right? Um, at I least once. I can't remember. At least once. On a Wednesday, probably. Probably on a Wednesday.
2: You guys don't like Philly at all? No, I hate Philly.
1: I, I, They just play for fouls too much from what I've watched, and... I think it's too easy to scheme around Ben Simmons in the playoffs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry I cut you painful. off there, David. Uh had some No, that's okay. Dips. No, but no, what's
0: their, their their starting lineup is Danny Green, uh what's his name? Uh Thibel,
1: Matisse Thybul.
0: Matisse, Matisse Thybul, Shake Milton, and when he and and uh and then Embiid and uh Simmons, right? Uh well, and Butler.
1: Not Who? Butler. Um Harris. Harris. Yeah,
0: he's not been healthy though.
1: Yeah. I yeah I just I'm with you. E.g. I just there's too many guys on that team with too big of flaws in the playoffs. Like look
0: if the nets they, if the nets are healthy they're definitely coming out of the east. I'm with you. Yeah. I, but they got to be healthy. too hard to beat. Yeah, I hate the nets. There's oh, who I, doesn't. I don't. Who doesn't hate? I the don't nets. think
2: Kyrie can handle going through a full postseason. Like, I think the postseason's
1: probably a less of a grind than this regular season. To be honest with you, yeah, I mean, at least are... you're guaranteed you're playing every other game and not.
2: Oh, I just mean and not as much that, travel. I mean, in the sense that people are just going to talk about him more. He just he seems like he has something going on. Like he's always dealing with weird personal leaves and stuff.
0: Well, that's yeah. what happens when you're when you're very much woke.
2: When you're very much woke, David. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Kyrie might be a bit too woke for the playoffs.
1: Oh, that's a hot take. Well, and then you've got the league's second most insufferable diva is – like they have the three most insufferable guys in the NBA on the same team. Kevin
0: Kevin Durant. uh,
2: Should we talk about the Kevin Durant beefs on Twitter?
1: Oh, with uh, Michael Michael Rappaport.
2: Rappaport. First off, how (laughs) did he not – how did Kevin Durant not get more heat for what he was saying? Because that was Um, like – it was I think very because I think because
0: it's Michael Rapaport.
1: Yeah, and also yeah, it was on a Wednesday.
2: That's, that's true. true. But also, like at this point, I'm like, should I make a Twitter just pretending I'm like some nine year old and then try to beef with Kevin Durant? Because <laughs> like he probably would.
1: No, the the guy has no you know self awareness, and then you add other ridiculous people on that team. Uh, Blake Griffin, who is somehow now the "quote unquote" glue guy on that team,
0: <laughs> which is just you mean nuts, meaning that he's ready to go to the Into to the, the glue, glue factory. factory? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, and then I I actually feel really bad for LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, oh yeah, who that's terrible, tired very suddenly, but well, also happy he took that care he of himself. Yeah, right? absolutely, I mean... absolutely. I I respect the decision. And then, of course, they've got um, DeAndre Jordan, who is another just notorious NBA head case. And then, you yeah. know, yeah, it, it is a weird team. Like, Jeff Green is the stable one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uncle Jeff. Uncle and, he's Jeff. Been playing, and he's been playing well. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, look, I just he, say. He and, he and KD, the last two Sonics in the league. That's true. I don't know. I just think uh, I think the two guys that feel like they like they're like just take it to another level are LeBron in the West and Jimmy Butler in the East. Those are the guys that can put a team on their shoulders and just carry them. So
1: yeah, I think I think KD's on that list too. And the, those are
0: when he's healthy.
1: Yeah, when he's healthy and when his head's on straight. But I'm with you on Miami. I think. If things break right for Miami, they could. I think one of the things that's hurting Miami right now is you know Olenek is probably um Depots not all he was cracked up to be. He's um, injured too. Yeah, well, he hasn't been able to be healthy. And if you look at the numbers that uh, Olenek's putting down in uh, Houston, he's he's lighting <laughs> it up. I think they're gonna. I think they're actually missing a lot of the dirty sneaky stuff that Olenek did for them. Uh, you know his constant <laughs> illegal screens that he was never called for, and you know all the other BS. I think they miss that a lot. Um, yeah. I his
0: not kung, that I enjoyed kung, watching his kung, it. <laughs> his kung, 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 kung fu grip on shoulders. Like, yeah, exactly. Shoulder
1: yeah. Exactly. But I I do think they miss that versus you know Oladipo not playing for them. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. So uh, all right, we'll have see. we have we beaten the 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 stuffing out of the NBA? I kind of feel like we
0: have. Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, so, you got any anything to recommend, or any stories, or anything, e.g., you want to send along?
0: Um, oh, I got. Uh now I mean, I got a lot of stories from the from the last production, but from recovering <laughs> from that,
1: sorting um, through them, it may be too soon.
0: It might be too soon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, I've been listening to the the new Royal Blood album. Okay. Uh, get. What what's that? As I'm um, not familiar with them. Oh, Royal Blood? No, nope. Um, Royal Blood's sort of like a um, this is English rock duo. Um, they're kind of uh, I don't know, they're 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 cool like rock band. I mean, they kind of like hit it and and um, they kind of hit it and their new album is um, their third album called Typhoon which comes out this month. Um, they've released three songs off. There's a the probably the the, the newest one, is Boilermaker, which kind of nifty hit. So I don't know if you get a chance to check them out. They're, they've got a real, um, you know, like, kind of like, I don't know. Like, so here's like the, modern, here's the modern synopsis. Kind of file.
1: Royal Bloodner, an English rock duo formed in Brighton in 2011, consisting of Mike... Care on vocals and bass and Ben Thatcher on drums, their sound is anchored by Care's unique bass playing technique in which he uses various effects, pedals, and multiple amps to make his bass sound like an, a guitar and a electric guitar and bass at the same time. Interesting. So it's almost like, like a black keys with yeah, a bass a player. Bit.
0: Yeah, a okay. little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean,
1: you know, drummer and, and frontman. <laughs> Interesting. I've checked them out. That sounds cool. Yeah. They're a cool band um david and the new any- album's pretty good yeah i'm 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 very intrigued david anything to uh recommend
2: uh I've got lots of stuff going on I'd recommend getting a second dog <laughs> i got i recently got a second dog um today has not been a good day he's been a little <laughs> a little testing he peed on his toy in front of me and then he <laughs> I, well, I thought he was humping the pillow, and he decided to pee on the pillow, which was also on the couch. Um, <laughs> but I was saying earlier today that I feel like I'm living in a pee sandwich, because <laughs> my other dogs also... Uh, How many dogs older- do you have? I have two. I have two okay. basset hounds. Okay. Both of which I just lucked into. But uh, my older dog has a point where if she wants to pee real bad, she'll just like, let it go because she doesn't really care. She knows she's going to get food and cookies all the time. <laughs> and uh, the younger one will just, I I don't know what his yet. So, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm living.
1: Interesting. Um, I'm, I'm also dog sitting right now. Oh. So I have three dogs right this week. Ooh, exciting. Um, yeah, we have a little uh, dachshund. We've been a little miniature dachshund. We've been dog-sitting.
2: Ooh, that's long dog, short leg crew.
1: Yeah, and she's the... Like, most dachshunds are kind of mean. She's the sweetest thing. The problem is, much like you, I feel like I'm living in a pea sandwich. Because (laughs) (laughs) she is not very well housebroken. And I don't know if it's because the people that normally have her are not very uh, diligent about training her or whether she's just in a new environment. But pretty much I have to leave her in her cage like in the morning and then just carry her out. Because if I let her out of her out of her crate, she will just go instantly the minute she gets out (laughs) of the crate. And it makes me so mad. So I have to like pick her up in the crate. Take her outside, put her on the leash, walk her out. This morning, shovel off the snow of the grass, <laughs> and then take her out there. So it's it's she's been a good bit of work, but she's sweet. And then my other two dogs, I just had my Sheba. Um, today was the year anniversary of us adopting him. Oh, uh, party time! Yeah, yeah. It was his. It was his fur. Day, it was his, uh, adoption day. Yeah, dogs are awesome. Recommend uh, yeah. recommend dogs. I like the dogs.
2: <laughs> And I also, I got engaged,
0: so I, I'm excited. Ah, about congrats, that. dude. Congrats, man. Yeah, thank you. Did you got a date yet?
1: No. No, he's engaged. <laughs> he's not dating anymore, EG.
0: No, no, no. You, I asked if he had a date yet. I'm, a date being, an idi-
1: I'm being an idiot. Oh, okay. I no. thought so you just didn't,
2: no, you didn't no, understand not. me. We're,
0: no, we're I understood you. I was just being a jerk. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> we're, yeah, we're still trying to figure the date Well, chances
0: out. are, well, I mean, it's not going to happen this summer, right? Like, so chances oh, are, no. like...
2: Yeah. Like, Absolutely at least not. at
0: least next summer, maybe the summer after. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nice. Okay. Nice. Um well that-
0: Oh and wait, I have
2: one mm-hmm. last thing to plug. Uh the Nanny on HBO. It's actually a great show. The,
1: the nanny? Um Yeah.
2: The Fran Dresser show. The original wait, wait, what?
1: sitcom from the nineties?
2: Yes. It's on HBO. HBO Again. Max? Yeah and i hated it when i was a child and it's a lot better now even with her voice uh, yeah i'm with the yeah. i can tolerate her voice yeah the show they i don't know it's just nice to see a ridiculous sitcom again like so much of what they do <laughs> and say just couldn't be said it's enjoyable
1: Oh yeah, the Golden Girls still holds up for that reason. Like the Golden Girls wouldn't even be allowed to be on television now. So
2: do you know, I. All right, I have fun facts about the Golden Girls. So my <laughs> favorite TV show of all time is soap. Like that was a what great. Is show. happening right now. The the Sunday show <laughs> that was a parody what of we... soap
0: operas. But the lady I stumble into. The lady that <laughs> Do you want to go Girls back to Romania? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry,
2: David. Go ahead. It's the lady that did Golden Girls, uh, Susan Anderson, did Soap.
1: Okay. Which also was featured B. Arthur.
2: Oh, is B. Arthur in Soap? I believe she was, yeah. I'm not 100% sure. I know Billy Crystal's in Soap.
1: Billy Crystal was in Soap.
2: That's why they're both so ridiculous.
0: I like Golden Girls, too. That's an enjoyable show. I like Golden Grams. Um... (laughs) Oh, I have another pitch too. If you guys haven't checked out Sound of <laughs> Sound of Metal yet, um is it, What is Sound of watching. Metal?
2: It's on Amazon, right? S-
0: yeah, Sound of Metal is uh about a drummer who starts losing who starts losing his hearing, but stars uh Riz Ahmed and he's fantastic.
1: <laughs> I love uh, this is that was a masterful um subject change. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess B. Arthur was only on one episode of Soap, just so you know. Oh, <laughs> B.
0: Arthur again. <laughs> uh, Do you have beef with B. Arthur? Because that would be... No. That no, would
1: be the greatest with... story ever. I know. Yeah, I don't
0: have be- beef with, with any in in Hollywood. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> that was a very <laughs> smart that I know, answer. That I,
0: that I know of.
1: Yeah, nice. Oh, my God. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious <laughs> like what is the odds that David would come up with soap <laughs> like that's the most random show ever that that's anyone good, could have a... a good show yeah it, it, dude, I, don't I, doubt mean, it. I don't even know i who yeah. knows i haven't there's this this watched show a second called, of um, it in
0: 50 years there's also a great the show DVDs. there's this great show i've been watching called all in the family <laughs> and uh this is great. It's This uh, this guy, Rob Reiner, they call him Meathead on the show. Oh, there was a really good interview.
1: Actually, I actually should send this to you, David. There was, um, I don't know what magazine it was, but Dick Van Dyke actually gave a great interview uh, in one of the trade pubs recently. And It was like a really long form interview and just
2: talking about his life and all this stuff. <laughs> Wait,
1: who did? Dick Van
2: Dyke. The no, I don't like that show. My I, that's like that movie. He only likes show. the
0: he only liked shows with, with uh No alright, soap was actually funny. But And then they, there's Maude. What I like the
2: um Who was the girl that's in Milwaukee? Mandy Tyler Moore or Mary Tyler Moore show. Laverne and Shirley. Funny.
1: Mary Tyler no. Moore was, mar- was married to Dick Van Dyke on the ma- on the Dick Van Dyke show. He doesn't like that show, Nate. Oh, I never uh,
2: saw a Dick Van Dyke show, but I saw... Yeah, uh, you've
1: seen Mary, Mary Poppins, Moore. though, right?
2: I've never seen... Well, no,
0: I've seen Mary...
1: Yeah, that's a great I've movie. Yeah, he's the chimney sweep. Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. You're thinking of Dick Van Patten.
1: Yeah, you're thinking oh. of, of Eight is Enough. Yeah. You're not Hold thinking of Diagnosis Murder.
2: That's what I'm thinking of. He's in Mary Poppins. Yes. Yeah. Ch- chitty right, Chitty Bang to, Bang. You have to edit out the last part of the pod.
1: Why? Just, Why? <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> dude, that's priceless. <laughs>
1: this is the only <laughs> good part.
2: <laughs> Everyone's gonna think I'm an idiot. Nobody um,
1: think. will David, think.
2: That, David, if they've
1: made it this far, if they already know we're all idiots.
2: <laughs> that's true. All right. <laughs> I yeah. do have a interesting story, so I'm I don't know how this relates, but uh, for some reason I think someone <laughs> mentioned Rob. How did Rob Reiner came up, come up?
0: Because I said what? I was jokingly said that I like All in the Family.
2: Is Rob Reiner? He did that?
0: No, no, no he was he was the son. He was
2: the son-in-law. He was, he was meathead. Head. Oh, I see. I've never seen that show. Uh So, Rob Reiner's kid went to college where I went to college, and I remember asking him about Spinal Tap, and he had no idea that his dad did Spinal Tap. Oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah. Oh, what's his kid's name? Oh, I can't remember remember his...
2: Like, it was literally, like, at a random frat party.
1: It's so weird. Oh, I'm thinking of Jason. I'm thinking of Reitman's kid, not Reiner's kid. Oh, yeah.
0: His dad's name is Carl. (laughs) <laughs> He's done a couple things. <laughs> Just a few.
2: Wait, Carl Reiner? Oh my Carl? god!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so my friend, so my friend turned me on to. Uh, I haven't started reading it yet, but he he turned me on to the Groucho Marx doc, um, uh, biography. Autobiogra- oh yeah, biography, which which he says is amazing.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is. I think I was.
0: Is so, it a newer biography? No, no, it's been around for a little while, but it's called it's called Groucho and Me. Interesting, but um, I'm gonna um, that's up next in my queue. Things to that, read. that
1: might be a good book on tape for might be, yeah. Because yeah. I, I I've been driving back and forth, oh, those no. always come in handy. Um yeah, so how I kind of got on Dick Van Dyke was if you've watched any of Wandavision, it's kind of a, a lot of it. Dick Van Dyke was actually an advisor on the show for what its based on, you know, fifties, sixties and seventies and then eighties sitcom right. all the way up through the to the nineties. It I thought Wandavision was okay. It a little ridiculous towards the end. Um but I will say I recommend Falcon in the Winter really enjoying I uh, really want to see where they go with it. I'm, um, I'm honestly waiting for. Loads. Well, I, I am too, but I really have enjoyed Falcon in the World. Um, I'm, I'm three episodes in. I'm,
0: I'm. It's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the 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 fifth episode is is my favorite. Um, and I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, that's and one, th- that's I, one I, with I, B. Arthur, a, and Billy Crystal, and Dick Van Dyke. Um. <laughs> No, I think that Anthony Mackie's character gets really interesting in that show uh, around the fifth in- episode, and they give him a lot of stuff that they haven't given him to do in the past, and I'm enjoying that part of it, um, uh, and I'll just say that. And, yeah, all right, that's all I got there. Um, but I've enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm excited for Loki.
0: Yeah, and then the next one is the, the secret... Uh... Secret Invasion? Yeah, Secret Invasion about all about the scrolls. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I isn't that is that a movie or a show? Show. Oh, okay. And they kind of led into that with Wandavision with the scrolls at the end. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, spoiler true. alert. Yeah, and then I think the other thing I have to. No, re- Nate,
0: you're supposed to say spoiler alert before you say the news. Well,
1: I I know, but I'm not going to go back and fix it in post. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, you could. But I could, but I'm not um and then
0: i this maybe, is the laziest podcast in the world
1: <laughs> it is <laughs> i'm going to say that the other thing i'm going to recommend uh they reissued tony hawk 1 and 2 uh last year i put the video games. i got
2: it i got it right when it came out beautiful games
1: it's so much fun it's it's everything you remember about it but like much better graphics and better gameplay and fun and making your own character awesome soundtracks and all that stuff it's the game's a real gem i think so and the the best part about that game you can play it for 15 minutes you can play it for three hours you know it's really easy to pick up and put that's all i
0: got so uh yeah at the risk of being long in the tooth oh we
1: we are a little bit but Cavs, uh will they play again friday yeah i think so charlotte right yeah, and 14 games left, man. This this season has been a whirlwind for sure. Um it's only just getting started for me. <laughs> well, may, maybe we'll see Cavs more. Are of... 1-0. Cavs
0: are 1 and 0. Cavs are 1 and 0 in the in the Gregory Buckner era. era. So. Yeah.
1: Best winning percentage in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, Go what Cavs. what
0: other what other coach <laughs> gets a, a, a ice water bath on his inaugural <laughs> victory? At I least think. he didn't turn down the game ball. <laughs>
1: True. Like David yeah. Blatt after his first NBA win.
0: Well, I because mean, he's not he's a rookie coach. He's not a he's not yeah. a rookie coach. Yeah, I mean, David Blatt was David Blatt yes. was the B. Arthur of Russia, <laughs> or Israel, or wherever he's from. <laughs> Sorry, David. Sorry. Oh man, <laughs> this
1: is the best. All right. On that note. <laughs> On that note, uh, go
2: Cavs. All right, go okay Go Cavs. Thank you for
1: listening to Cavs the Blog Podcast. Check back soon for some more fun with your
0: favorite blogger. There's a fire. Lost your home. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day.